Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Sonic the Hedgehog. Directed by Jeff Fowler in his feature directorial debut, Sonic the Hedgehog is the adventure comedy film based on the Sega or Sega video game franchise. Sonic the Hedgehog is out now, so if you haven't watched the film yet but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Hearing you say Sega then upset me. I hate it, but I figured I'd cater. Is that the right way to say it? Sega? Oh, you thought saying Sega was wrong? Yeah. Oh, that's how... For me, it's Sega. Oh, that's how we say it here Ooh, in Down Under. Do not like that. I'm leaving. I I'm going like, back to the UK. I don't like when they say Sega. Yes, because it is Sega. <laughs> but that's how they say it, yeah. It's Sega. You know what? Don't care, Nintendo kid right here. Don't oh, give a shit. Don't Sega know. kid right here. This is interesting. <laughs> I've been very open about hating Detective Pikachu, that <laughs> Nintendo move from last year. I wonder what I'm going to think to Doesn't this Sega movie. Doesn't mean I don't movie. love Sonic. Even Sonic's brilliant. Not talking about the movie yet. The character, the character is brilliant. Ben Schwartz is the voice of the title character, with Jim Carrey starring as Dr. Robotnik and James Marsden as Sheriff Tom Wachowski. Jason, you have the plot. Sonic the Hedgehog tries to navigate the complexities of life on Earth and teams up with local town sheriff named... Uh, Tom, to escape the government and defeat the evil Dr. Robotnik, who wants to steal Sonic's powers for uh, for his robotics and probably world domination. Something like that. Short, punchy, that's uh, that's the plot. I mean, it's a kid's movie. They don't and, need to have a lot and happening. And do you know what? It is a kid's movie, though. You know the first five minutes? Give me that movie. I want to see that film. Oh, it was... Yes, give not, me that movie. Not even like the what is it like the, the what a rug pull. Not, not even like Sonic's Planet World thing. Not just that, but even just the opening logos. I was like, this is cool. Like, All of it. Like, just, I was like, this is appealing to me as a little video game nerd. Like I'm just. But they brought his. That's the best 3D rendition of Sonic's. Oh, world. it was incredible, I mean, and on you know, the big are, screen as well. Since the Dreamcast, we've had. Yeah, 3D Sonic essentially, you know, like it's no longer the 2D side scroller spinny up and down. It's all over the place. My Sonic Sega Master System, but I can fully <laughs> Mega Drive is when I really got into I, it. I, I started was, with Master System. I mean, I have well, I, I did play those old ones, but I was all about the like the Sonic Adventure games and stuff like that. You know, where they he's. But you're right stuff. though. When you see the the world realized on the big screen, it's a, an amazing five minutes. <laughs> But then they they do the whole uh, the plot of Smurfs and they bring him into the real world. It's Masters of the Universe. But you know we I... could have Dolph in Eternia, or we could bring him to the real world. But I thought he was it was going to be like I knew we were getting like uh, like baby Sonic or what a young Sonic. I thought he would have grown up in that world and stuff, you know, made his friends, all that kind of stuff, and then for some reason he needed to come to Earth. And he was, but he's like he essentially has lived on Earth. Poor Sonic for so Such long. A, it is, it's quite depressing. By How himself. long he's by himself reading the Flash comics and <laughs> doing other fast things like watching Speed. But I mean, first up, I'm just gonna say, you know, like this movie is is all about just Sonic, as in the only other video game character you get is Doctor Robotnik. He has no other Sonic World kind of characters until the very end. But it's it's like, yeah, do, does he know those other characters? Like, I know Tails. Wait, would he? He wouldn't know, would he? Like, essentially. Because we've seen him as a kid. 
He makes a I joke don't know who that owl about was. this beats going to school, but then I don't go to school. Well, the owl essentially brought him up and yeah. then looked to have sacrificed themselves to save Sonic for him to escape through the rings. Who was that owl, though? I, don't, the, I just don't understand who that was. I'm not too familiar with that character, to be <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't know if that's... Longclaw, like... so I don't know who it is. You know, beginning of the movie, and we've got Tom, James mm. Marsden, and he finds a blue quill. Mm. Yes. Very early on. And then, what's the guy? Crazy Carl. Who's who's the bloke that's talking about the blue devil? Yep. And Tom is so quick to discredit him. <laughs> You're like, but mate, remember that blue quill? That may have belonged to an animal you found all those years ago. Oh, but I mean... He Could only, be connected. He only just found it. It's only been a day. He still found it. Crazy Tom's been... Oh, crazy... No, crazy Carl's been on about but it. But it was in the beginning, uh, wasn't it? When Sonic first arrived. Yeah. He finds it again later on. There's more quills that are found. But right at the beginning, when we first introduced to No, he only finds the one quill, and that's... Late, that's a little bit later on where Sonic is making his pronunciation. Am I remembering it wrong? I could have sworn I that in, think the, so. in the opening yeah. he finds one in the opening. Ah. When Sonic is young and he's zooming past his car and he gets out and he's in the bushes. No, he had been he had been in he had been on Earth for ages by that stage. He had grown up and stuff. I'm remembering it incorrectly. Yes, you are. That's fine. <laughs> that's really odd though. I could have swore that because later in his kitchen or in his house he finds the quill. I thought he found one earlier as well. No, that was the same quill. Was it? Yeah, man. That's uh, you're reading too much. We into need it. to move along. Anyway, let's talk about Sonic. Crazy Carl. Let's let's talk about Sonic's design. A big, uh, the biggest controversy of a 2019 that first, movie that became honestly, a 2020 movie. That first trailer, which you can still watch, you can still <laughs> see the posters. Sonic looks a little bit off, but it wasn't until they did this redesign <laughs> that I really realised yeah. how off. When, like, watching this movie, right, like... It's, just... the, it's the teeth in that original design. And the long legs. And the, and the eyes. <laughs> All of it. And really. how the hair was. All of it, And how yeah. tall he was. Yeah, that's true. The, the colour of him. Oh, it was messed up. It's so hard. The, the design of him is, I mean, exactly what it really should be, that I just can't picture this movie being the same both tonally... Um, on a comedic level, um, and then playing to all the, I guess, the Sonic nostalgia of, of the video game with that other design. I just don't, I don't get it. It wouldn't have, it would have been a different movie. I don't like saying the design of a character changes the overall movie. Like, yeah, the movie still would have been exactly the same, but, I mean, it helped. It helped that he was, he looked as good as he did. I mean, good on them for redoing Sonic. Like, completely redoing him. I just want to know who... Who agreed to it? Who thought it was a good idea? Yeah, the first time round. Like, are they fired now? (laughs) Are they they gone? But yeah, no, absolutely fantastic. Now, our video game knowledge, I said I'm a Nintendo guy. I'm familiar with a few Sonic properties and stuff like that. But you grew up, I guess, with with the Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. Yeah, like, Sonic was my Mario, essentially. So you know all about, I guess... Things, rings, yeah, sounds, all characters, yeah, Robotnik yeah. slash all Eggman. That, all that. So having that knowledge from playing Sonic as a kid definitely did add to my enjoyment Like the of fact this that movie. the town is called Green Hill, you're like, oh yeah, I get that reference. All about it. When Jim Carrey was first cast and you see him, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this is madness. And then that first trailer, or maybe it was the second trailer, but they... They show you what he will end up looking like yeah. at the end of this movie. He's got the big tash and he's bald and, and it's brilliant. And yes, 
fan of Sonic, always have been, loved the games as a kid. Without Carrie in this movie, I'm not watching it. I'd maybe see it when it came out to rent. Yeah, so... But Jim Carrey got me to the cinema. So the fact that it was just a Sonic movie wasn't an appeal enough, but you went for the Jim Carrey factor. Only there for Jim Carrey. I was worried that one downside of him doing what he was doing from what you could see in the trailers was, you know, it might have just been him trying to reach for those golden years of what he used to do and, and sort of coming across a little bit sad or just too much over the top. But do you know what? He... It was it was like retro vintage Jim Carrey all yeah. the way chewing up scenes, stealing the limelight, just absorbing your attention every time he was on screen doing something. And it was like, damn, how long has it been since we've seen Jim Carrey? I mean, Carrey what like you this? opened with there—that is exactly what he's doing—is reaching back to his prime, mm. like prime time but, Jim Carrey, nineties. But not just not just trying to, not just grasping at what once was. He's Building He's on grabbing it. it, delivering it. Best thing in this movie. Chucking Incredible. extra stuff on it. Yeah. Honestly, like, hi, I've wanted to see this Jim Carrey again for so many years. He's but fantastic it, in this movie. The fun thing is that, you know, he's putting on, there's a menace to him, there's an evilness. Um, but different to what he was doing as the Riddler in Batman Forever, you know, that that's probably the most evil he's kind of been... Oh, maybe... But even then, though, it was more was misunderstood. <laughs> in this, sure. he's like, you know... He's, he's, yeah. he's a proper bad guy in this. Yeah. What about poor Neil Donahue? You got to see him for like a minute. He was in, in the, the trailer. opening. I know. And he lived one scene. And then he's just gone. Yeah, just... Uh... Poor Major Bennington. <laughs> like, uh... he was in it for like... Oh, man. I honestly thought, we're going to see him again. Yeah, he, Never would, do. he would be like... The government rival to... I reckon he's somewhere on the cutting room floor. I reckon they would have had more with him. You don't get Neil McDonough just to waste him like that. You know how there was all that stuff with, you know, Tom's character, or the the Tom character, um, you know, being essentially being accused by the government of being like some intense... Like a terrorist. Like a terrorist. Like, Like, do not approach him, he's dangerous. Oh my God, like we need to take him down. And then it's just kind of brushed over at the end, like, oh, cool, all good. He is walking around San Francisco with no disguise. (laughs) And he's a wanted terrorist. He's on the news enough that Tom actually just came across it by accident. I think you've got to view this as a kid's movie. Yes, of course. You've got to let things go. Like, There's the scene where Sonic doesn't know what a payphone is, yet he mentions earlier in the movie how many times he has watched his favourite movie, Speed, where more than once in that movie, characters use payphones to communicate. (laughs) So you can't read too much into it. You need to just let a lot of it just wash over you. I mean, exactly right. This movie is for kids. And it's not like, uh, let's say like a Pixar movie or something where the movie is universal. Yeah, it's it's not that. It's it's kid-friendly, but it's for everyone. This is aimed at kids. It's for kids. Well, actually, it's for kids, or it's for someone who really likes Sonic the Hedgehog. Or it's for someone who really likes Jim Carrey. Potentially, okay. And three the camps. Latter. Three camps. They've, they've got our... You know what I want to know, though? Why does Tom's wife's sister hate Tom so much? What has he done? Because he's a white boy. That's what <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I, I, I don't that, know. There was, like... You just didn't find out, like... There was no revelation there. You didn't well, know. she she lives in San Francisco. Maybe she's a bit like city snob. Maybe that's it because he's like a townie. 
you know, a sheriff doesn't do much. Maybe that's, you know, hasn't really accomplished. Maybe, maybe it's a bit of... I mean, even a daughter doesn't like her. I refuses to untie her. <laughs> I like that we've got an origin of the red shoes. It was a gift from the little girl. I mean, you knew... I didn't know it was going to... I, I just figured... I thought maybe Tom would buy them for him at some point, you know. But you see Sonic running around and he's got those ratty, like, Forrest Gump-type shredded-to-shit shoes. And you're just like, at some point... I know you're going to get red shoes because I saw it on the poster, but yes, you are going to get your iconic red shoes. Let's talk about James Marsden and Sheriff Tom. James Marsden's bloody good. And I'm I'm being broad with that. You know like, I don't really like him, but... Right, okay. So, maybe, okay, I don't understand that. Maybe it's I X-Men. Maybe it's X-Men that did it to me. That's not his fault, though. <laughs> that's not his fault. <laughs> it's really Cyclops I don't like. It's not his fault. No. He's really good, and, you, and he's very versatile, and you can put him in different things. You can put him in Westworld. That's you true, can yeah. put him in Anchorman 2, X-Men. He works for me in that. I do like Cyclops as a character, but you can put him in different things. Like The guy's got acting chops, and he should be bigger than he is, and I think it's a bloody I think he was, a shame. He's definitely, he was channel, channeling the right the right chords with this character and I guess the tone of the movie, you know, like, it's silly, it's goofy, he's talking to essentially air, like, he's not he's not acting with anyone. I mean, he's done this before, he was in Hop. Oh, he yes, with the bunny. Russell Brand as the, the bunny. bunny. So yes. he's like, he's done this before and I can't but think that that might have helped him get in the That role. was on his resume and they were like, yeah, cool, done. <laughs> he's do talked it. to a CGI animal that wasn't really there. Oh, yeah. He's got experience. You know, I'll wait until we get to the trivia, but he wasn't the first choice. Oh, okay. There's an actor that's clearly detailed in concept art, <laughs> but I'll wait until we get to the trivia. But I think James Marsden is good in this. He is good. Right. And what does Sonic call him? Like the Donut... Donut Lord. The Donut Lord. Because then... he talks to donuts. Like yeah. That's his whole thing. He's, he's a bored small-town sheriff. That's it. He just wants... And he wants to be a big-time cop. He wants to... Save somebody's life, mm, and that's yeah. what gets him to help Sonic in the first place. And he's trying to he's moving to San Francisco. Another, another good thing is I like the fact that they chose San Francisco as the big city for them to sort of go to because of the way like the roads are in San. You know, like yeah, that's a good slope. point. Like racing tracks. Think yeah. of those video games. There, are, there's Sonic Adventure. Like opens with him, with Sonic dropping onto like a, a slope that could only exist in San Francisco. I reckon. And the sliding down the road as well. Like how they end up there in the first place is wearing a San Francisco T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And when you've got the rings, where you think that's where you, te- where you where you think about that's where you teleport to. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I did the rings, it's very paint by numbers this movie don't get yeah, me wrong the rings did that in the games right? you get to the end of the level and you go through the rings and it's sort of like the next level or, or something but you also collect the rings and they're sort of like your life force I guess sort of like coins no not like coins at all you collect them like coins but when you get hurt you lose your rings yeah you lose rings yeah. but then you can quickly collect them again before they disappear <laughs> But that's it, yeah, you're always collecting things. I like seeing Sonic, like, he drops the bag and he has to quickly pick, pick them up. <laughs> it's good. Maddie, should we talk about Maddie, the, the, is that the girlfriend? Tika Sumpter? Or the wife? Sorry, yeah, the wife. yeah, and she's fine. So what, she, she's the, is it yoga? What does he call her? Oh, the bagel girl. Uh, pretzel girl? Is it pretzel? I it's bagel. Maybe it's bagel. One of the two, it's uh, some sort of one food. of them. Some sort of food. Bread. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a, a dessert-based bread. I think she's fine. Like, she's, 
you know, they make a point of saying that she got to where she is in her career because he supported her through college or university. So now she wants to pay him back. She wants to move away from the small town, Green Hills. She doesn't necessarily want to, but she's doing it mm. to support her husband. But then he has a change of heart and realises that the small town is where he needs to be. So that that's that's her role. You know, you explaining that kind of makes it seem like there's lots of depth and stuff, but it's like, nah, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward and clean. Like, like you said, again, kids' movies, you get... Uh, you know, very not very layered characters with a kid-friendly sort of outlay. That's it. That's what you get. Kids don't care about too much they cartoon graph. They're, they're there. That's it. That's they're watching this movie to see a blue hedgehog run fast. <laughs> that's where they're watching I mean, really, this movie. that's why I'm here. That's, that's why I watched it. Um, there's also Stone, who's like a Robotnik's evil henchman guy. He was good. But here, Lee Majdaub, Majdub, something like that. Because a lot of the time, you got nothing from him. Which was perfect because you were getting everything from Jim Carrey as Robotnik. <laughs> so they were a very nice contrast. Like the bit where he's doing the dance and he turns up and he's got the latte. He's like, I thought you'd like a latte. He's like, Of course I like a latte. Of course I'd like a latte. I really like how you make them. <laughs> I just, it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Or he, he pushes, well, he tells him to push yourself up against the wall. <laughs> yeah, choke yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he's there doing very little. But it's complimenting what Carrie's doing. Which is doing. quite funny yeah. because of... So he, he, play, of, he plays the part really well. I mean, yeah, the characters are from the scale of zero to like a hundred and... And more if you're talking about <laughs> Canary. <laughs> Canary. Carrie. Carrie's at like 500. He's doing his own Sonic's thing. Sonic's at a hundred and like Tom and the rest of them are like 50. <laughs> Honestly, when you've got... Your good guy is Sonic the Hedgehog. Is a talking animal and then it enables them to go as big as they do with Jim Carrey as the human villain yeah it's a brilliant back and forth contrast works I mean, really well it could have it, it could not work though you know you, you could get something like Rocky and Bullwinkle or something like that was it, was it Robert De Niro was the he's in that like Jason Evil Alexander's in that as yeah. well that's got a good cast that movie but somehow didn't uh... <laughs> this this movie has has surprised me now I you know, watching it, again, I went in there for Jim Carrey, but, you know, so I had my experience. I'll wait until we get to our rating to talk about it fully. But at the box office, like, people in droves are going to see this movie. I'm glad... Pleasantly surprised. Just watching it. I, I mean, I might reveal too much, but, look, I had a good time, a, a very guilty good time. Um, but I was thinking... Oh, by the end of it, I was like, okay, now I want a second one because of what they what they sort of revealed to you. And I'm like, what if the movie doesn't make enough money? Maybe they won't make a sequel. But I feel confident. I'm like, oh, I'm mate, sequel. I, I am, I'm, I'm generally surprised at how well this is doing yeah. the box office, and happy for the movie and everybody. Happy for me because I get that second one because I think the second one's gonna be bigger and and more, I get more characters and stuff. Where this one really was just, it was a Sonic road trip movie about Sonic. Yeah, I, I would like to see more of his world in the next one I'm hoping mm-hmm. I mean I, we can talk about the post credit scene yeah so okay, we, look. you've danced around it so Robotnik's often is he's been trapped in like the mushroom world which you know I thought the mushroom world was just like a dig at like Mario right and he's like I don't yeah. like mushrooms it's just a world with all the mushrooms <laughs> and then I was like is that the freaking mushroom kingdom is that they but no not that it really was like a full on thing um, but he's there, he's crazy, so we're going to get a more Robotnik, Robotnik or Eggman, whatever you want to call him, like just full balls. Hey, he gets called Eggman mm. once by Sonic. That's it, that's it, yeah, with all these eggs, the robots. But the actual mid credit scene is the arrival, like a ring opens, 
tails flies through it and, or runs through it, jumps through it, whatever. And radio something like we, I think I found him, or so he's looking for Sonic. Incredible. Like, and then <laughs> again, just, like, you know. Just flies off with his two little tails. Honestly, just him appearing for me was enough. I'm like, yes. And then I'm like, spin the two tails. <laughs> and he did, and he's like, perfection. I mean, I'll tell you, if I, if I was writing this movie from scratch, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been like this, but once you've got the established sort of plot, you know, Sonic's in this world, fish out of water kind of thing with a human character, they defeat Eggman. Okay, that's the basis, right? I could have predicted that there'd be an end credit scene with one of the other characters popping through. And Tails, of course, is the character to do it. Like, Well, it was introduced in what, Sonic 2? Sure. So if they're going to make a trilogy, as soon as we get that third movie, Knuckles. Because <laughs> we've already seen his species, because they they open the movie. Oh yeah, you got those echidna fellas. But I reckon by the I think by the end of by the end of the second movie, I want to see Knuckles. I want to see oh, hell even Amy Rose. Even I don't know the weird cat. I reckon the end of the second movie introduce Shadow the Hedgehog. Do you know who that is? That's the robot. No, that's different one. That's uh, what is he called? No, okay. I, I mean, I, I, I know. What he's I know. But Shadow's like he's Shadow. like a, it's like a clone or something. Obviously, right? Like black. Okay. But you know, I would have if I was going in fresh for this movie. I would have been. It would have been about Chaos Emeralds. The movie would have ended with Sonic going super Sonic. But if we're gonna get some sort of trilogy or something, third movie. The second movie's got to be about Chaos Emeralds and collecting them and stuff like that. The third movie, go all out. Has to do something supersonic. Do you think we'll go gonna... golden Sonic? <laughs> do you think we're gonna... ah, yes? I I just that. Do it. Do you think we're going to get people again? Is it continue that? Yeah. Well, much... I mean, yeah. I mean, Tails has come to Earth, so I mean... yeah, okay. But hopefully, just I'm just hoping take he... Sonic home. I'm just hoping maybe maybe he has to go back or something. Uh, you know, the Earth's a pretty big place. That's true. And it could no longer stay in Green Hill, so therefore he had to like almost banish himself to the mushroom world. <laughs> could he not have just moved to a different city? <laughs> yeah. It just seems really extreme that like he has to leave the universe, essentially. It's like, Again, uh, kids plot. <laughs> kids plot. It's all pretty straightforward. Don't overthink things. Um, some of the special effects, though, I mean... This movie is a... We've got a little superhero movie here where Sonic is our superhero. You know, well, we gets, get a Quicksilver gets... moment, like in the oh, X-Men movies. Want, yeah. I mean, and there, there is one downside to all that. I feel like this movie did have a lot of things I'd seen before and maybe not done had, as done as well or with as much surprise, but this with the same result, I guess. I mean, look at how many seasons we've had of The Flash and then... The Quicksilvers in the Fox right. movies. Sonic running through MCU. the city at super speed. I'm so like, a lot of it we've seen before, yeah. Quicksilver but still, moments, though, it was good to see. It was good to see Son- Sonic do it. But yeah, a lot of the things that he was doing, we'd seen before. When he, when he, you know, charges up his like, electricity roll, like, crawl, like, turns into a ball and is just, like, pounding things. I'm like, shit, yeah, that's like... Like, when he first does, he takes out that tank by turning into a ball, I was like, this is... This is Freaking awesome! I was like, "Yeah, this is cool." It's even just like just Mario having, can't do that. <laughs> this is cool. I think Robotnik, you know, is in a ship, and then what you're talking about then, Sonic is just in a ball, jumping through the air and hitting the outside of the ship, and you're like, "It's the game. That's like, the game. That's what he does." They're able to put the game in the movie. It plays as a legitimate part of the scene, but at the same time, you're getting reminded of the game you used to play. Yeah, it like, really works. Like if Sonic just like pulled out like a laser beam instead of shooting, I'd be like. 
No, why? That's not what he does. What does he do? He crawls into a ball, gets all, like, spins really fast. Just go to it. I remember the game, you just, like, you'd left to right, you know, the scrolling screen, <laughs> you'd zoom around yeah. like a bat out of hell. It was brilliant. <laughs> a kidna out of No, that's not you, him. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and at <laughs> times you'd go that fast. You'd leave the screen. You just and then the screen is like just rotate a little bit, and then it tracks where you are. I like when, like when he shoots off into. I think he's going east or something. He's trying to get to San Francisco by himself, and he comes back all wet. And it just reminds me of every time Sonic falls in the water and you'd lose a life. You're just like, damn. It like was water. moments like <laughs> that though that I'm like, oh yeah, it's really it's a kids' movie. And, <laughs> and those moments happen a lot in this film. But again. I think I was there for Jim Carrey. I think there's a lot of genuinely funny moments where I'm like, I'm just, and maybe, maybe it was just me sitting there in the cinema, just, you know, all reclined and stuff. Because yeah, we did that for this movie. Um, just embracing the fact that it was a kids' movie, but the jokes were still there. They were landing. It's a legitimate funny movie, yeah. and I'd be curious. Like again, I mean, I'm clearly it's not a big fan. Get any screenplay awards or anything. No, like that. it's you not. Know, but it's... I'm clearly a big fan of Jim Carrey. I'd be curious how much was on the page and how much is him. Oh, true. It's always going to be a good blend, especially when you're the comedian. Like you know, I love thing. All Out Carey is going to promote this. I know he's got his Showtime uh, TV series, Kidding. Mm. He's just come back for a second season. He's got an autobiography book out as well. But he is still promoting Sonic. And he's he's on all the US talk shows and he's really promoting it. I think the fact that... Cause you don't remember when like uh, Kick-Ass 2 came out and there was that whole issue with Jim Carrey realising how violent the movie was and then he was like I don't really want to promote this movie anymore no, and he was quite outspoken and about it and I think it. when you compare that to something like this which is so kid friendly the violence is there but it's you know it's cartoony it's nice it's cheerful I think he's really embracing the fact that it's like this is a wonderful little vehicle that I've attached myself to and yeah I think he's more than open to be like let's let's promote the crap out of this because he probably had a blast doing it returning to those I reckon he old did. days that he did you know. and again I've seen a lot of interviews with him but one of the things that he likes most about making this movie and this type of movie in particular is the fact that he's been acting for so many decades now but when a movie like this comes along, it gives him an opportunity to do something for another generation and potentially That's introduces it. himself to new fans. So that is constantly looking at ways to reach out to a new audience. Yeah, for sure. And I'd say he's doing that with this because, like, again, like that box office, I, I'm I am so surprised. <laughs> but again, in a good way. I think but this I think movie's when, building when, so much traction. I think when kids first saw like Mr. Popper's Penguins and that was their first Jim Carrey, they were just like... Nah, but I think kids watching this, if this was their first Jim Carrey movie, they'd be like, that guy's bonkers, you, you know? know? Just like when you some... watch The Mask for the first time, or Age yes. of you're just like, yeah. who is this crazy nut? Like, he's... As recent as yesterday, I was trying to get my eldest to watch Mr. Popper's Penguins. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got it on DVD. It's not interesting. It came as part of a box set. And she's like, because I watched it on a plane years ago. And she's like, what is it? I'm like, oh, I can't really remember. It's no, Jim Carrey he's, he's got penguins at home and he's got kids and something's going on. Did you pitch it to her? It's Jim Carrey That's with penguins? That's my pitch. What's she <laughs> like? She's who's who? she's like, oh, I think she's just humouring me. I'll watch it. So we're going to watch it at some point. Right. Let me know how that goes. Or um, maybe I should just wait until she sees mm, Sonic. Maybe Sonic, this should be her be first introduction. Or Kick-Ass too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you do it, at least do Kick-Ass. First, like the first one. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's no, she's, not... <laughs> she's she's too young for Matthew Vaughn. She's way too <laughs> I young. I think so. But then again, he did make Stardust. Where have you gone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
away. <laughs> Too far away. Let's bring it back to Sonic. Raining? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's let's do that. I mean, I'm talking about Stardust. Yeah, let's do the rating. Um, I think you touched on it earlier. With this movie, not only does Jim Carrey choose scenes, he steals them entirely. I watched this movie for Jim Carrey, and I am here for this movie because of Jim Carrey. He was fantastic. I really like how Sonic was realised. Uh, ben, is it Ben Schwartz? Sure. Voicing Sonic did a great job. Marsden, he's doing what's needed of him in this role. And the movie was fun. And as you've said, it is funny. But it really is a basic kids movie. Like It's not necessarily made for us, but we've clearly found things to enjoy. My rating, it's because of what Jim Carrey is bringing to it, but it's a three. Yeah, cool. It's a three out of five. It's it's fun. I think my kids will like it. And yeah, it's it's, it's a good time. It, it, it is a good time. And it is so much better than Detective Pikachu. <laughs> it's a good movie. I tell you, could this be the best video game movie now? In our... It's definitely up there. I reckon for me, a potential contender is still the first Mortal Kombat. Oh, true, yes. That's a Didn't good say. film. Not Street Fighter, though. Not Street Fighter. But it, it's it's up there. It's better than Mario Brothers. Yeah, it, it is. Up. <laughs> well, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's an right. upcoming episode of Sounds Like Comics Mario where Brothers. I will be talking Super Mario Brothers. Nice. Um, yes. Yeah, so, although although Jim Carrey was just stealing screen time and, and good on him for doing, I'm glad this movie didn't become a Jim Carrey vehicle and just just be all about him kind of thing which is a perfect balance of all the stuff with Sonic which of course they needed um, I would have done things differently but the movie is what it is and it's set up to to like bring on that sequel I want Alan to go the f- if we get like a trilogy out of this like I said I told you my pitch that's what I want bring me that give me that golden Sonic Chaos Emeralds fighting Shadow or something else I don't know just do it um had I just had a really guilty smile across my face the whole time. Um, had really fun, a lot of fun with it. But yes, it is a kids movie. I tell you, if I was a ten to maybe fifteen year old kid, yeah, I moved it off a little bit. When this movie came out, this would be one of my favorite movies ever. Wow! Like as a kid, you know, I just feel this is insane. This is all this is exactly what Sonic the Hedgehog should be doing. Crawling up to a ball and bashing into things. Um, but having said that, you know, yeah, it is a kid's movie, so I mean, the script is pretty weak, the plot is pretty thin, but you know, it's a road movie. They had fun, we had fun, I had fun. 3.5. Wow. Out good. of 5. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Sonic the Hedgehog. Worthy to watch. Worthy of a watch. I think both of us have given really fair and good scores. You didn't think, for honestly. a, you know, it's a, it, I mean, it is more than. I mean, it's up there with most of all the a lot of the movies that we've reviewed on this podcast. Like, it's one of the most kiddiest kid films. Mm. I mean, we've not done too many, admittedly. I mean, last year we did the Adams Family, Detective yeah. Pikachu. But usually, when we, if we do an animated movie, you know, if it may be like a Pixar movie, like a Toy Story or something. Early like, Man, we did that. True, yeah, but it's like, but this we is we go for those movies that have those, those orientated to adult appropriateness but yeah this I don't know this is just this really worked as a it's a fun movie it is it's yeah. just fun and again like I can't say it enough I am so pleased 
that it's doing well. I think it pleases the kids, it'll please the Sonic fans and the Jim Carrey fans. There, you said it. Oh, yeah, the, definitely. The holy trinity of Sonic the Hedgehog moviegoers. I think everybody will be pleased. Nobody else, though. <laughs> if you're not one of those, probably not for you. I teased it earlier. Ooh. For my trivia, there's some early concept art that shows Sonic back-to-back, not with James Marsden, but with Chris Evans. Mm. Yes. Chris Evans was the original casting choice (laughs) for Tom Wachowski. Obviously, the role went to Marsden. So you can see them, like, retro-casting. Starting with Chris Evans. (laughs) They've gone all the way back. I don't know how many people they, they skipped over, but they landed on James Marsden who again I do like Marsden and he's good in this but they were thinking Avengers (laughs) Captain America Chris Evans and ultimately we got James Marsden very good Chris Evans could have been like ah you know red and blue is a pretty good colour red, blue and white there you go a bit of trivia a bit of trivia hopefully it's something that you out there listening didn't know Well, that's it for our review of Sonic the Hedgehog. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films You Podcast. We also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. And all our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsdewpodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Sounds like comics have a recent episode looking at Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Rewind and Review went back to 2009 to relive The Hangover. Our next review from that film, Stu, I can honestly say... Did not know until I read it in the oh, script. Oh, I thought we might have said it. Are we doing this one or not? I guess Don't we say are it now. If we're not. I'm going to commit. What we are we... going to do. What's our next movie? Well, it's The Invisible Man. Shit. It's in the script. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll get a chance to see it. Oh, I like what you did there. Cause... I mean, it needs to stay in, <laughs> stay in the script now. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon. <laughs>